0: Welcome to Petey Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Illyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Petey Podcast. Hello, Marty. Hello. Oh my gosh. Here we are, the last day of school. It's not going to be the last day of school when this airs, obviously, but this is an exciting day. Everybody's worked so hard this year. Um... An unbelievable year. What Would do you say? <laughs> You're letting your buttons speak for you. <laughs> but truly, it's been a, a wild year. We're here, we're here in studio today um, with two of our amazing, fantastic teachers at the middle school level Mr. Todd Church from Westwood and Miss Rebecca Hamilton from Northwood. Welcome to studio today. Thank you for having us.
2: Yeah, thank you, Amy and uh, Marty. Glad to be here.
1: So, I mean, talk about this year. It's, and not just this year. I mean, it's been since last March. We, we've we been on a wild ride. Wouldn't you agree?
3: It's been very wild. It's been, um, I've learned a ton as a teacher. So I think the one benefit of this is, I've learned so much as far as the computers and how to do, you know, Google Chrome. And I've really delved into that and I've, you know, gotten really good at it. So I'm I'm thankful for that aspect of it because it forced me to do something that I kind of was lagging on a little bit. Um, but I'm thankful it's, you know, coming to an end and I hope next year is a little bit more normal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tad, would you agree? I, I think uh, it's been uh, amazing the – ability of teachers, and and I know it was tough at the beginning, but to really just kind of um, change their teaching practices on a dime overnight, taking on this new technology aspect, some are better at it than others just naturally, but you all had to become really fluent with it.
2: I, I agree with Becca. I mean, you look at the opportunity that COVID really presented us. It really was an opportunity if you looked at it like that. Because you had time to grow and time to explore things that you wouldn't have had otherwise. So when I look back, kind of like Becca, like I'm doing things now in the classroom that no way would I have done last year. And it's for the better. Um, As we get back to normal with kids in the classroom, obviously, you know, it's going to look like more of a typical classroom environment. But we're going to add these cool dynamics, which is Awesome. So really it's a mindset of how you look at it. You know, I think it's, there's been so much growth that's transpired over the last year. I think as we look back, as difficult as it was, the reality is coming out of this, we're going to have a lot of new tools to work with. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, Marty and I did a, um, a show. Well, it was a video actually where we, um, we followed some virtual teachers and just to give parents an idea of what that was like, it's on our YouTube channel. Um, but one thing that we heard pretty consistently, and I think Marty would agree, is teachers said, you know, it was really hard, but there's things that they're taking away from this year that they will continue with as they go forward. They're not going to stop doing the Google Classroom and, and all of that, and as you pointed out, Todd, it'll be hopefully more of a normal year next year, but it sounds like uh, there were things about this last year that um, were for the better, and and probably changed the way you'll teach going forward. Absolutely, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, well, Todd hooked up with some celebrities, I guess you'd say. And uh, was it only the sports field, or or from different? Uh, no, that was
2: that was one of the components of the class that. Um, Jim Rollins and Teresa Lango kind of wanted us to put in, and Becca's done a lot of work with this as well, um, finding people, leaders, hopefully from our area that or are, have ties to our areas so that we could put them in front of the classroom. And, like, to try to get a J.B. Bickerstaff, the Cavs head coach who we had in and talked with us, there's no way we could have brought him into the school. We couldn't afford his appearance fee or Reggie Hodges, former Cleveland Browns. There's no way you can bring him in with the advent of Google meet and zoom or whatever your platform is, they're very willing to give you a half hour. So the, you know, J.B. Bickerstaff unplugged for 45 minutes talking to our kids for nothing
0: was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that's just for coronavirus or it's something that you could utilize in the future um, being that it's, it's uh, over the internet.
2: Yeah, because you can do it on your schedule. You know, I mean, I think it, it, you know, again, it would be very hard to get some of these people that we've talked to, like Rebecca Hamilton got uh, Dave On Barry, who's got an ESPN 60 for 60 that's very popular. And uh, she was able, she just hit him up on social media, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Facebook.
2: Wow. Facebooked him and said, hey, would you come talk to us? And he jumped in. So yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be, again, part of what, the new landscape of things look like.
1: You know, I hope that's true. I know um, people were very willing to reach out to educators during COVID um, because they wanted to um, just give students – opportunities to learn because everybody was kind of just finding their way. And so you had all these free resources open up and people became available and they weren't charging for things. I hope that continues um, because the technology's there, obviously, as you have pointed out. And uh, I hope their willingness to um, provide that kind of experience for kids continues. You think that's uh that's on the in the future or um, do you think to Marty's point that that was more special to uh, the circumstances of the pandemic I think we definitely want to keep doing those
3: things and just exposing kids to um, different people and their lives and what they've been through and um, I think you know I loved it over me because you know I had five classes church had five classes. So for someone to come and speak to every one of our classes would be impossible. So the cool thing about that was, is we could all get on one call together and we could have students join us. Todd could be on there. I could be on there. The guests could be on there and we could be asking questions. So we just record it and then we can show it to all the students at once. So I love that about it. And I think we'll definitely be doing that again.
1: And let's talk a little bit about the interconnectivity of what you guys did this year, because um, you're typically in a typical year, Todd, you're at Westwood and Rebecca, you're at Northwood. But here you guys were, you're teaching kids from all over the district um, in middle school classes, and you may not have known them at the start of the year. And here they became your students and they're, you know, on the other side of town. What was that like?
3: It was cool getting just to know all those kids and um, getting to know kids from every school. And I think, you know, our class this year was just it was our we're both passionate about this class. And so I think the excitement of getting it out to those kids and even though there wasn't a teacher at Eastern Heights this year, we were able to include those Eastern Heights students virtually. And I think that was really cool.
0: I don't think we actually mentioned the actual class. I was just going to say, class. yeah,
1: let's back up a little oh, bit. Sorry. So so you have this neat new class, and mm-hmm. it was a pilot, right? Kind yes. of a pilot, yes. but it's continuing. So talk about what it's called and what the goals of it were. Thanks, Marty. for. <laughs>
2: uh, it's. Uh, I think the idea originated with uh, Jim and Teresa and Mike Buzinski over at Northwood. Um, they visited Independence Middle School, and we had been talking about the fact that a lot of our kids are not exposed to the skills of leadership. You know, i found over my years of experiences, the saying that you hear it a lot, people say, well, this was just a natural born leader. I, that's not true. Um, there's skills involved. You have to get reps at doing it, and you have to develop those skills. So we saw a lack there because as teachers, we don't have time to add that into our curriculum. I mean, it's, you, if you're teaching math, you got to get through. Teaching English, same thing. you got to get through that curriculum. So there's no time to teach that stuff. It has to be taught. If kids are leaders, it's probably from a parent or maybe a church group or something where they're being taught those skills. So we saw a lack there. And uh, Jim and Teresa and Mike went out to Independence Middle School where they had um, a leadership class in. I believe they do it 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. They progress it up through, and they were like, this is awesome. So they brought it to Becca and I and asked us, you know, what we thought. And and I thought, it's just, what a great idea. And, and Because the kids, you're, you're developing skills in those kids that they may not be exposed to in other parts of the curriculum. So it's called Foundations of Leadership.
1: So with the, the class, I... We talked about the convenience of Google Meet for a class like this, bringing in um, established leaders um, who were able to speak to a large group of kids at once. If we're looking at next year in more of a typical setting, how do you see this class working? I think
3: we'll do a lot of what we did this year, um, honestly, because what we did this year, Todd and I planned together. We talk all the time. We're always communicating, um, working together. And I think it's going to be very much like it was this year. I think we'll still have guest speakers. I think we'll still do it via Zoom. That way we can show it back to all the kids. So I don't see a huge um, difference between this year and next year.
1: That's really good to hear. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Will it be open to, first off, what grade levels uh, do we offer this class to in Illyria? Seventh
3: graders. Um, it's a semester-long course, so they have an opposite gym, so it's um, for every seventh grader.
1: Oh, very nice. Very nice. What's the feedback been from the kids?
2: Uh, we did a, a kind of a year-end survey and, and really positive, positive. Um, and I think the two things that I hear over and over is, and I think Becca's heard the same thing. It's like, you're teaching us how to be good people and, and they welcome that, um, because you're working on yourself. And if you don't want to improve yourself, you know, what else is there? So I think there's an interest in improving oneself. I think that the kids really appreciate and they appreciate the fact that it's just, it, it's a positive environment. Um, uh, the book that we use to go along with it is seven habits of highly effective teens. And, and Beck has done a great job of, it's a great book, but she's done a tremendous job of breaking that up into, into lessons. And, and it's very applicable to kids at their age. You know, it's the same skills that a lot of adults need to work on too, but it's written in terms of a kid understanding. Uh, so I think the feedbacks well, from what I've heard has been really good.
1: Is that how the class worked then? Um, how did you? Where were your lessons? Uh, where did you? They derive from? We used
3: uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens, and it goes through seven habits, and we did that. And we also um, church does a lot of the what drives winning. Um, uh, uh, what are they called? No, oh, the lessons. Coaching yeah, yeah, coaching. Um, Tim Kite and the Focus Three, and mm-hmm. just combining a lot of those those things to um, show the kids what they're going to need for the future. And I've even had, you know, a parent that was like, thank you for this class. This is so needed. And I couldn't agree more because I think, you know, I'm not saying math and language arts and science and social studies aren't important. And it's great to have those skills, but if you have those skills and then you don't have life skills, or the wherewithal of, you know, how, do, how, do, how am I supposed to be a good human? And how am I supposed to, you know, foster good relationships with people? And how am I supposed to become successful? And I think this course just adds one more element to all those things for a really well rounded education. I think it's, it's so needed. And I'm just so thankful we have it because I do think the kids um, pretty much are, were really receptive to it. And I think the parents were receptive to it as well.
1: Yeah. And soft skills, um, aren't always innate, right? right? I mean, we have to learn how to work with others. Um, some of us, uh, maybe are a bit more introverted than others and it's harder. It's harder to be in a social setting. It's harder to make yourself stand out. Um, are those kinds of, uh, topics that you would have covered in this class?
2: I think you're, Basically talking about confidence, mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah, absolutely, sure. Um, and really, like, I know they're called soft skills, but, you know, I'd, I'd say they're, they're anything but soft. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you, if you look at it, like, people get hired for their resume. That's the best way I've heard it put. They get hired for the resume, but why do they lose their jobs? It's probably a behavioral skill. They can't show up to work. They can't effectively lead people that they're charged to lead with. Or, you know, they... They have some other behavioral problem that costs them their job. And it's the same in sports teams. If you talk to any coach, why does a good team fail? It's probably not due to lack of skill, because if you look at the NFL, there are no bad players in the NFL, none. They are at the very, very top of who they are, same in the NBA, NHL. Why do teams fail? It's because they lack some other skills um, that take the team down, you know, either selfishness, can't manage their egos, you know, things of that nature. So, it's usually it's the difference maker mm-hmm. for me.
1: Yeah, and I, I like your um, parallel to coaching too. And I know you're a coach. I don't know, Rebecca, are you a coach also? I am. Okay, and um, I she know comes
2: from a coaching family. She, well, and that
1: I mean I think that's important. And and not everybody's involved in athletics and stuff. Uh, that's not everybody's thing. But when you're talking about coaching, um, that's mentoring. That's building relationships um, and building that bridge uh, with others, regardless of age, correct?
2: Yeah, you know, 100%. You, teacher and coaching, I think, are pretty much the same thing. You're, you're trying to lead a group of people somewhere. You're taking them somewhere, you know, be it in the classroom or on the field.
1: You know, one of the things that I thought was really um, cool about your class— um, We had the opportunity, Marty and I did, to see a couple of your guests' um, presentations. And uh, you mentioned a couple of the bigger names, but I really loved, too, when you invited in um, graduates of Elyria Schools, and the students were able to relate then to somebody that sat in their seat and walked in their shoes and um how important was that to the kids do you think that that made a difference to them oh I think it's
3: I think it's really cool for them to see someone that went to Elyria and that there are things outside of Elyria unless you you know step out of your comfort zone and go into that courage zone you're not going to experience those cool things and I think that they just brought a, a really cool um it was just so cool to see Morgan Davis I mean she's Awesome. And she was the first female, you know, one of the first female Ohio State and Chase coming back and he had so much experience. I think the kids are just in awe of that. And so to see, have them with us in the classroom, it was just, I thought those were some of my favorite ones with the kids who grew up in Elyria, because I think it just shows the kids that you can do whatever you put your mind to
1: yeah i I agree i I think there's nothing like having that um, tangible role model and uh to make you see that it's possible that anything's possible. so what's uh what's in store for next year it's It sounds like uh I was going to ask you if there was a uh process for enrolling in your class, but it sounds like it's for every seventh grader for that semester yes. um, opposite of gym class. So what's in store for next year?
3: Well, I think, you know, Eastern Heights is going to have a class next year. They did not have one this year. So um, Craig Alicia will be teaching that class, and we've already met and discussed the curriculum and some things we want to add because, you know, we've it's been a wonky schedule this year. You know, first we had the kids two days a week, and then we went to four, so we haven't had them five days a week. So we're just talking about how we can expand what we've done and maybe spend some more time on the things we really didn't get to spend more time on and slow down a little bit because – you know, it was a little bit rushed with our schedule, but um, I look forward just to taking what we've done and expanding on it. Do you guys so, have,
0: do you guys have ideas for, for people? Yeah,
2: I think, I think one of the things that, that we wanted to do and we just really weren't able to do a lot of was, okay, here's, here's some leadership skills. Here's some character skills. Now let's go give you an opportunity to get some reps. So, getting out into the community and giving the kids the opportunity to lead in the community. Did a little bit, you know, over Christmas, we had some kids go over to Salvation Army and put together um, gifts for those that are a little less fortunate. And, you know, the feedback on that, they were like, you know, that was just so nice. I felt so good doing that. And I'm like, big part of leadership is serving your community. So um, we talked with them. We had Mayor Whitfield in, and we've kind of, we've been talking back and forth with him about you know what that might look like. Getting our students out into the community and doing some work. It might even be something as simple if you play a sport, go teach a kid, a younger kid, you know how to play a little bit, a mentorship kind of thing. Or if it's music, can you teach a younger kid? Can you go? Can we go read to kids in another building? You know, some younger kids. So we want to really give them more opportunities to go out and lead. Because um, you have to have reps. You, you just don't go lead people. You know, you've got to, okay, how'd that go? Come back, and here's another opportunity to go try you know, somewhere else. So that's one big thing that we're going to really try to implement.
1: Yeah, and what a great opportunity with the new schools and the mm-hmm. campus setting. You guys can do those kinds of things without even leaving your building. Right, In yep. some cases with the younger kids, and um, that sounds like a, a lot of great opportunity there.
3: Right. Looking forward to that.
1: Mm-hmm. So what's uh what's in store for you guys just uh, with summer coming? What, any fun plans?
3: I I have two kids that are in sports, so that's what we're going to be doing all summer. <laughs> so that's my <laughs> summer for the next few summers. A,
1: Parents can relate great. to
3: oh, yes, that. They absolutely, that's
1: can. a great summer. Those,
3: those days go by. <laughs> oh, they, so they so do. I'm trying to enjoy every
1: that. second of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. your kids are doing awesome stuff. So.
3: Oh, thanks.
1: How about you, Todd? I, I do want to say, I, I'm, this is unrelated to your class, but not really, because congratulations on your most recent coaching honor. Yay. I don't know that many people know this, um, but you were invited to um, hold a very special role. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, it was just, you know, we had a phenomenal season. I, co- I coached the high school girls at Strongsville High School of Soccer. Um, we went undefeated during the pandemic and won the state title and, uh, won a national title, which is kind of a mythical poll, but, you know, we did win that poll, which was great. And we had two girls that were selected to play in the all American game in St. Louis and, and, and I was asked to help coach and, uh, it was a great honor, you know, it was a great honor, but, you know, a lot of like, how did that, how did those kids get there and how that team get there? I will tell you that we've known them all since they're six, seven years old. Um, And we have a lot of, and and we take them through the same stuff that Becca and I are taking our kids through. Um, It is the difference. You know, obviously at the level we're playing at, you need a base level of talent. And we did have that talent. But if you want to get to that next level, you got to have a team that is able to respond to things when they get tough and stay together and that that's what we have so it it was very fortunate it was a real honor and like every kid that I interacted with in that scenario was just they were just such good people interesting to talk to and be around so we just reinforced what we're doing here in Elyria is important and we may not see it for two three years down the road but I think there will be an impact I believe
1: Oh, I agree. I I think it's awesome. Um, Congratulations on getting that class off the ground in such a crazy year. And it sounds like a really exciting uh, thing to look forward to. You're going to have to keep us uh, in the loop on when you have some uh, special guests. Now, if we have some listeners out there who are doing uh, cool things, leaders in their community, leaders in business, leaders in uh, sports, whatever it might be, um, and they have an interest in talking with you guys about if their um, message relates to what you're teaching, how would they reach you?
3: If they could reach out to our email addresses because um, we would love to have people, you know, reach out
1: to us and say, hey, I'd love to come on and come in and talk to your kids. That would be great. And in the Illyria Schools, if you want to reach any one of us, you can type in our last name, our first name at A uh, Pretty simple way to find us. But again, we're talking to Rebecca Hamilton and Todd Church of the Elyria Schools. Thank you so much for being here today. Very exciting stuff coming on the horizon with new schools, new opportunities, and uh, looking forward to a great new year. Thank you for having us. It's definitely a, an exciting time in Elyria Schools. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have a great summer. Thank, thank you. You, too. Yeah, you
0: guys have a good summer. You, you guys you. do a great job. Thank you. Thanks. Thank bye bye.